Roadman Saf. Hey everyone, this is Neil. Hey yo, it's your boy Funke, the coolest teen rapper online. What's up? It's me, Alfie. You're listening to The Cool Table with Aiden. Listening to the cool and table. you're listening to The Cool Table. You're listening to The Cool Table. And uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but right now, you're in the cut with my man, Adriel Smiley. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. We are here on The Cool Table and we are in the cut with our special guest, Ose. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. So please tell the people about this ice cream flavor that you chose, what you're dealing with right now, because on this show, we challenge our guests to finish a tub of ice cream before the end of the conversation. So let's let's see what you're working with here. So I got my, I got my Baskin Robbins. And we actually got three different flavors in here, okay? Okay. Yeah. We got um, Snickers on top. We got um, pralines and cream in the middle, and we got vanilla at the bottom. That's serious. Those are all good flavors, but I, that's a first. So you're breaking, you're breaking cool table history right now. I, Three different flavors. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, how do How do you feel about your chances? You feel confident you can get this done? What are your What are your ice cream eating skills like? Um, I eat very slow, like e- even if it's not ice cream, like I'm, I'm a very slow eater because I like to savor my food. Like I don't like to rush like eating. So, and this is very frozen as well. So mm-hmm. the chances of me finishing it are very slim, but I am happy to be eating ice cream because I love ice cream. So okay, part, always part of a healthy breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm a slow eater as well, so I like that you said that you like to savor the taste because it's, I always get kind of made fun of for my slow eating style, and I'm like it tastes better when I eat it. I feel like I'm doing it the right way. I feel like yeah. food is made to be enjoyed, so I'm totally. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm I'm rocking with you on that one. Um, I want to start talking about your fan because you you did say that is your late grandmother who kind of inspired you to get into music. Yeah. So for the people who are unaware with you, like. Let them know about how, you know, how she inspired you and why you do music for that reason. So my late grandmother, um, she was she was into music. I never got to meet her because she passed away before I was born. But growing up, my dad would always tell me stories about like how she had a band and like um, they would go on like mini tours in her like city and stuff like that. That's actually how um, and I learned this recently. That's how she met my my grandpa, because he was a drummer at an event that she was at and then that's how they connected and then obviously you know they got married and whatnot but she just she never had the opportunity to really expand on her gift because of the environment that she was in especially because you know like back in the day music wasn't really seen as like a career or like something viable you feel me so yeah I feel like the gift that came to me from her it's kind of my job to you know fulfill that dream also i i love music as well like i eat sleep and breathe music so you know i gotta it, it's only right you feel me 100 100 percent. your your dad uh is a pastor and mm-hmm. my dad's a pastor as well so you know as the pks we're known as the bod breeds but yeah. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta do our part to be a good youth out here how how was it with your dad like embracing your music career? Because I know that like my dad, he was like, turn this off, da, 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 like you know, and and my dad is probably OD because he don't even like Kirk Franklin, you know what I'm saying? He's a, he's like that 
going that far. Yeah. So how was it with, you, with your dad when you started your yeah. music career? For me, um, my dad, he loves music. Like growing up, he was always playing like um, Kenny Rogers and like, um, who else was he playing? He was playing like Donnie McClurkin and just like, um, like other soul singers as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, there was like he 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 he's really into like instrumentals and stuff like that. Um, but when it came to my own music, my dad is also a professor. Um, apart from being a pastor, so he's he's supportive not a hundred percent but you know he's like you gotta focus on the books and stuff like that you gotta hit them books you know this and that so you know he's slowly but surely he's mm-hmm. getting there so yeah I, I i feel that i feel, and i feel especially because it's like the like you the music industry looks very different depending on what level you're at too yeah. and, and so i feel like that's something that takes a lot of people on the outside um to understand you know what that is really like really living it you 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 do a lot of covers and you cut you you have the luxury of covering a lot of songs that i like the my my worst thing when someone covers a song that i hate in the first place and i'm like all right you know i can't i can't i can't help you here is there is there a favorite artist a favorite song that you love to cover i would say my favorite song that i love to go i have a lot of favorite artists but one of my favorite songs I love to cover is um, Session 32 by mm-hmm. Summer Walker. That's okay. probably like one of my favorite, if not probably my favorite Summer Walker song. Like there's just something so like intimate about it. And just like, I don't know. I just love the song. Like from the moment I heard it and I cover it all the time. So, yeah. Now that, now that That's a great one. That's probably my favorite song from her too. That's a... That one's a real heater, like for real, for real. Um, you you said that in the summer of 2019, it changed your path in music forever, just yeah. from a creative standpoint. What what was happening before then? Can you talk about like what happened before that summer that you're either you know not proud of anymore or you feel like you were doing wrong before? So prior to that summer of 2019, um, I believe I was like in grade. 10 throwback yeah i believe i was in grade 10 and um prior to that i was in summer school um i was just trying to trying to like figure myself out and like what i wanted in music essentially and i was also trying to figure out like songwriting especially and like i was just in a bad place like mentally and emotionally and the fact that I couldn't song right I feel like that was also adding to it because like I don't know obviously like there's no shame as an artist if you can't song right because not everybody can but for me I really wanted to be able to because I wanted to be able to tell stories like some of the artists that I was listening to at the time which was like her and Summer Walker and SZA, Janae Aiko, Um, you know all these people just just to be able to tell my own narrative from my standpoint and the fact that I couldn't was really like eating me up inside like I would go to my mom crying and I would just be like I can't I can't songwrite like what am I doing with myself and then we took um, a trip to Nigeria which is my um, home country 
and um I was really bored one day like there was nothing to do I was very bored and then my mom was like why don't you try a hand at that um songwriting thing again and then I was like okay why not so I picked up a piece of paper I picked up a pen and then I went in the washroom because my logic was you know some of our best ideas come when like we're in the washroom like when we're in the shower so I'm like okay maybe this songwriting thing will like come while I'm writing in the washroom and it did because that's how I wrote my first two songs that came out which is games and overfeel and ever since then it's been it's been uphill so yeah damn that's that's a pretty uh, crazy story but I agree with you the best ideas do come uh in the washroom 100 percent like a hundred hundred percent how are we doing with this ice cream so far where are we where are we at with this not not, not <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Working our way, working our way. You talked about telling stories. This, this is one of my favorite quotes from you. Mm-hmm. And you said, I see myself being a translator for my peers in the streets and the people I'm around. Mm-hmm. T- t- talk more about that because um, that song Hurt Bay, I feel like is um, similar to that. Like talk about you being a mouthpiece for, you know, your people in the streets. Yeah, I feel like not a lot of people get the opportunity to tell their story or maybe they don't know how, you know what I mean? So the fact that I am blessed enough to have the chance to um, use my gift to touch others and just um, reach others in some type of way, I feel like, I, I don't know, like I just love telling stories. And if I can take the story of somebody and put it into a song in order to voice their feelings and their thoughts or concerns, I feel like it makes such a big difference because I think the most important thing, especially, you know, for me as an artist is being able to create a community with my music and like creating this shared human experience. So it's like, we can all lean on each other for that support. It's like, yeah, girl, like I've been through that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, you know, he did me like this or, you know, like, yeah, I've been in a situation where, you know, I felt underappreciated or, you know, like um, we were both struggling to just make ends meet and it didn't work or whatever the case was. And we can just be that support for each other. So yeah, that's that's really what I strive to do. Just be that translator and in doing that, create a community of just experience where we can just let it off. Can you tell me about the unlock experience and and why and why that name? Because I like that that name as well. Yes. So um Ose Unlocked was an acoustic live performance that I put out on um YouTube. And the unlocked experience was um, that that's why I said, I think in the caption, I said, like, this is not a tour, but like an experience. The whole reason I said that was because realistically, like, that's what it was, especially because I'm not going to different cities. I'm mostly just staying in Toronto. Um, It realistically, it was just a bunch of dates that I had shows and it was a lot and so I was like why don't I just compile these into one big list so that people can kind of see what I'm doing like at a glance over a period of time so that if people want to show up it's like you can clear up your calendar ahead of time you can start planning towards oh this looks good I'm gonna like show up to this you know what I mean so yeah that's that's really what it was just unlocking my 
live experience shows and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, and I feel like that gives the like your followers the, the real opportunity to tap in because it's not like oh if you miss me here you're just gonna miss me for the next how many months you know it's like all right I'm not I'm not free on the Thursday but I can come to this show mm-hmm. the following week so it it really it, and it it really gives them the opportunity to be okay I really want to see this person I could really go out um, yeah. and see them this this is probably gonna be my last question before we get to our cool table questions that we ask everyone. Mm-hmm. You mentioned this song. This is one of my favorite songs of my favorite artists, mm-hmm. Woman's Worth, yes. Alicia Keys. Tell, tell me why that song is so incredible. The first time, I can't remember the, the first time I heard that song, but I know that that album in general, songs in A minor, like there's a lot of joints from there that really just, I don't know, the first time I heard it, it just hit home for me. Um, and Woman's Worth was um one of those songs because there was something about the messaging that was so different it's just like like ladies like know your worth you know what I mean and men realize that too and it's like she even pitches in like you know like ladies realize a man has worth too you feel me so it's just creating that space of like appreciation and just like knowing your worth um and and loving yourself truly so that that song from the moment that i heard it when i was younger it always just it always just hit home for me yeah she does a really good job of that of like talking about appreciating yourself and loving yourself without making it like you gotta hate the other person to love yourself exactly yeah so yeah i I really like like that song for that reason they say Mm -hmm. that the top five people in your life help make you who you are so who are the top five people in your life who help you be you? Top five. This is in no particular order. Or does it have to be? No, no, it doesn't have to be. Okay. Top five, I would say my mom. Uh, do I have to explain why for each one or can I just listen? No, no, you can just listen. Okay. My mom, um, Jeff Robinson, uh, Elgin, um, Kayla, and the last person the last person i would say my my grandma okay i like i like that five yeah, yeah the, the that the, the five is important and so i i always ask everyone that because that's kind of going to decide you know who you are now but who you're going to be as exactly. well the people you're on yourself sorry yourself with so um the five is pretty big this next one I, i'm i'm excited to see your answer because we have gotten some crazy answers for this next question um, and you've already started setting history with three different flavors in one tub so <laughs> clearly clearly anything is possible um when, pe- when people get a lot of money they happen to buy exotic animals i don't know if that's the rules i don't know if that comes with the check but that's what people do you see mike tyson with his tiger justin bieber he with his monkey. he is a tiger justin oh, wow. bieber with his monkey michael jackson with his monkey it seems like once you get that 100 million dollars an animal is on the way. So when you get your $100 million, what animal are you going to be bringing into your crib? I've always said that I wanted like um, like a little monkey. A little monkey, okay. Yeah, I follow this lady on TikTok and I think she got posted on The Shade Room recently, but like she has this little like pet monkey and it's so cute. Like I've been saying for at least like two years now that like 
I really want like a monkey. Like that would actually be so cool. <laughs> that would be so cool. But yeah, I think I think a monkey. Well, I'm hoping we can manifest that here and we can manifest the hundred million dollars that comes with it. So yes. we're manifesting it here, the monkey and the hundred million dollars. Um yeah, I don't know what you're talking about on TikTok. So someone else actually answered this question with a monkey as well and sent me this that lady's page. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is like the, an ad for monkeys. Like if if monkeys needed to be sold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh man. It 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 looked like it looks more fun than a dog. Like it does. You know, it it really does. So yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that one. Ain't nothing wrong wrong answer about a monkey. Um this is a this is the last one. We do the segment on the radio show called Wednesday Wisdom, mm-hmm. and we look for a motivational quote or a saying that either you say to yourself or say to the people around you when they're feeling down. So, is there something like that that you just keep in mind to keep you going throughout the week? Mm, I would say since I started music, um, something I've always kept telling myself is actually a Bible verse. Um, which is Jeremiah 29 11. It's my favorite Bible verse, actually, which is just the plans that he has for you are that of good and not of evil so that you'll have an expected end. And I always tell myself that because it's like, no matter what, I know that God is going to put me in a good place. You know, he would never give me a battle that I um, that I can't handle. And I know that whatever he has planned for me in the future is going to be amazing. And, um, that his timing is the best timing. So whenever, um, you know, things really like start rolling or, you know, things really start coming into fruition or whatever the case is, I know that when that comes, it's going to be at the right time and I'm going to be ready for it. So, yeah, that's just always how I keep myself going and I just keep my spirits up and everything. Just whenever it comes, it's going to be the right time. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that's, that's a really good one. My mom says that a lot. Everything in his time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, Thank thank you for thank you for joining us. This is going to be out, you know, before school night. So hopefully we get everyone to actually come out mm-hmm. and see you see you perform live. Um, for anyone who has made it to the end of the podcast, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to us. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, leave us a rating and a review. Five stars, not a single star less. Follow us on Instagram at The Cool Table Live. We have new episodes coming every single week. And last but not least, let's see where we're at in this ice cream. Yes, I made it to the pralines and cream. Oh, so you made it one level. Mm-hmm. So, so one third of the way yes okay okay that's not a good enough mark to get you into most schools but <laughs> but you know we we, we get an, an a for effort um thanks thanks again for joining us um and until next time know yourself know your work <laughs> <laughs>